my old uh, producer and host of oh. Outside the Loop Radio, uh, Mike Steven. Oh. oh, well, that's great. Does he have like a new job or something? No, no, no. What I don't know you? why he's awake because he's crazy <laughs> because he's up. You know, he just he's ho- hosting the show, which is always fun. And I was saying, you know, I listen to the show uh, the half hour when I'm kind of setting up and I go, it's a really good show. And then he sends me a beautiful picture of his family. He's a beautiful. He's married. Aww. He's married to the lovely Jenny Stephen, who also used to work at WGN. Yes, um, love her. And they have two lovely boys, and it literally is the beauties and the beast. I don't know how it is a guy like that. Oh come have, on! Uh, no, he's a handsome fellow, <laughs> and he does a really nice job. If you really are up early he's from great. five until six, please listen to Outside the Loop Radio. Good morning to Don, and good morning to Andy. Good morning. Got a question for you, Andy. Yes. Good morning. Um, you know, when you go to the ball games, mm-hmm. you probably go to the press box, right? Like if you go to a Cubs or a Sox game. Well, if I'm working, yeah, but yeah. Do yeah. you? I mean, do you do do you? Does a guy like an Andy Mazur go to a game just to like yeah. with some buddies and have some beer and stuff? Yeah, since I uh, I'm not doing baseball right now. I mean, yeah, I go because yeah. I love the game, and uh, I've got some friends that have tickets, so yeah. Oh, that's good. Yeah, I, I, I went to a Cubs game this week. That I, I haven't been to Wrigley since. Uh, I mean, for a while. Yeah. And, um, I mean, it's really nice. Yeah, I mean, they did a good job. Uh, you just, like, we're walking around. Some friends of ours have tickets. They're season ticket holders, you know. And so, they, you know, it's always fun to go to a game. Well, no one's at the game, so it's easy to get around. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, um, but, which kind of reminds me of back in the day, uh, because before I was married, I lived across the street from Wrigley Field in a nasty garden apartment <laughs> that had a parking lot next to it okay so when the cubs would play when the cubs didn't play mike jacobowski and i were in business we actually lived together and it was i don't even want to tell you what it smelled like because people would park their cars in the parking lot and they'd get after after the game and the building was right next to the parking lot so you could imagine what would happen next to the building mm-hmm. hey before i get in the car and so and you know i had a window that it was just not good anyway good morning everybody and um <clears throat> And a guy that lived above us was the staff carpenter for the Chicago Cubs. Okay. He was on call. Close. <laughs> well, so, right. No, but so he said that during the games, you know, he had to be there in case, like, somebody got locked in a bathroom or something. I mean, this is this is in the 80s, right? Job in the winter <clears throat> was he had to move 5,000 seats two inches. Okay. So think about that, how the seats are at Wrigley, or they used to be anyway. They were bolted to the steps. Right. And they would wear out, you know, people jumping on the stairs. And so you'd take all the steps down, and then you'd re-drill everything. And just him, all by himself. Yeah, from the winter, I got to move 5,000 seats, two inches. I'm like, wow, that's a good job. But <laughs> Sounds my tedious. Point, my, well, yeah. But he paid. <laughs> he was a union carpenter. I'm sure he got a nice buck. Anyway. The getting around the Wrigley, it's very nice. And when you go with people to know what they're doing, oh, go up these stairs. I mean, it was like a labyrinth almost to try and get to where we were going. And it was lovely. And we had those seats kind of second level behind mm-hmm. home plate oh, kind of nice. off there. That's a great place to see. I mean, that's kind of like nice. near the press box. Yeah, right underneath. Right, yeah. right, right underneath yeah. there. Beautiful. Really, really nice. Yeah, so. I, have, I have a hard time convincing people that uh, when my brother and I used to go with my granddad back in when they had grandfather or grandparents' day at the ballpark, senior right. citizens' day, you know, it was. Right. So you take us out of school in September and they would close the upper deck because there weren't There's, enough people there. They closed right. it and there were right. foul balls going up there. My brother and I looked at each other going, 
come if on. We could sneak, if we could sneak up there, we had to get past <laughs> think the, of all the foul balls. We'd we have had. to get past the Andy Frayne ushers who were there working. Correct. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Don, does any of this ring a bell? Uh, no, I have been to Wrigley recently, and uh, it does. I know it looks a heck of a lot different than Wrigleyville used to. That's for sure. Oh my god! Well, yeah, the whole area too. Yep. Yeah. yeah. Yep. So anyway, it was fun. A lot of fun. We got to go back. Let's go. So fun. Yeah. Eight five seven five five seven four. Luke got a lot to talk about today, and uh, we would like to hear from you as well. We have a really fun Noodaloo 2 that's all about keeping you cool. Uh, today would not be the day, but when it's hot, something you could take to the beach and use in a bunch of different places. Think portable ceiling fan. That's coming up a little bit later on this morning. And then, um, you know, we've been talking about these uh, this contest sealed. Go to sealed.com slash hero where you could uh, nominate some worker that was on the front lines during the pandemic that wants a energy makeover up worth up to $30,000. I actually talked to the president of the company because I think it's a little confusing for people of what they're trying to do. And we spell it all out. So you understand how, if you, even if you don't want to enter the contest, but if you have a house that's just not comfortable or, you know, you want to upgrade the HVAC and the insulation and air seal at all, this company comes in and does it all and can save you thousands. And they pay, I know it sounds like it's too good to be true, they pay all the construction costs up front. They do. And it's, I'll spell it out for you a little bit later on. Eight five seven. Well, well, well. You actually do spell it out. I mean, it's S E A. Well, yeah, no, because I think that when I when I speak when I say it, I think on the radio, you know, totally. Obviously, I have headphones on and I know what I'm reading or saying, and so I'm worried that when I say seal, you think it's like like a seal in the water, and it's sealed. You know, back in the day too, Permaseal, when I first started working with them, I wanted them to have a uh, a seal as their um, mascot. I go, you guys should have like a seal, you know, and then you say 1-800-421-SEAL, and then the seal goes, ar, ar. and uh, Roy Spencer always uh, is really uh, happy that he never listened to me on that one. Good call, Roy. 857-557-4LU is our phone number, 857-557-4568. Let's do this. Let's take a quick break, and we'll be back right after this. This is a strange one. I have some ancestors' graves where the stones have either broken or fallen over. I don't know what those old stones were made of in the 1880s, but I'd like to... uh, like to repair them if I get them to I don't know how to get them to stand back up again hmm you know, they're broken off right now how how large are these headstones my guess is they may be a type of limestone if you don't think they're granite that's what I'm think it's you know that the ones from the 1980s that or 1880s that uh and even one of them's back from the 1850s, and they've they've broken off. Mm-hmm. And I, I think you're right. I think it would be limestone, but I don't know how to repair them. I I was how how you know, la- how large um how Doug how large are these stones? Well, one of them is probably four feet high. The rest of them are smaller. Okay. Uh, and the one, the four-footer, uh, is it like a corner that's come off? No, the whole stone has fallen off the base. 
it's like oh, it's broken off or I see. Okay. Kids came along and knocked them off. Okay. So I'm, I'm just I'm just trying to picture this. So you have a larger base, almost like a curb that is on the ground, and then there's a, a right. more, or more narrow piece that it extends up from the top. Right. Right. And if you could lift this big piece, which probably you need some help, but you could just pop it right back on top. Like it would fit like a puzzle. Yeah, it would fit like a puzzle, but it it isn't it isn't stable. You can see where it's broken off at the base. Understood. And, uh, so if it were me, yeah. if it were me, and I was going to do this, um, and this takes a little bit of doing, but on the and is the let me ask you one in the sense of the four footer. If we start with that one, I think then it'll be clear what you need to do with the others. That base that's on the ground is it relatively plumb? It's not leaning. It's kind of sitting there. It's level. Yeah, I would say it's. I would say it's level. Okay. Yes. So you need to take your tape measure and you need to measure uh, precisely across that curb, probably four equidistant holes that you're going to drill with a. Um, like a hammer drill, carefully, like a cordless one, because well, maybe you can get a cord out there. I don't know, but um, and you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna bore four holes in that curb, and you're gonna put the same holes in the same distance on the four foot piece that is lying, you know, that is lying down. All right. And the idea is that we're gonna create sleeves, just like when you see the on the highway when they're pouring concrete. You know, they have all that rebar. And, you know, in a perfect world, these would be stainless steel bars. Or if you buy rebar, which, you know, you could buy small sections of rebar at the hardware store or the home center, you can cut those to, they don't, they don't need to be super long. They probably need to be about six inches. So you go three inches in, three inches in, you know, drill the holes a little bit different. So you got a little deeper rather. So you have wiggle room. And what I would do with those before I put them in, I'd paint them with an epoxy paint on all sides and let them dry just so they don't rust and create more of a issue. I mean, 25 years from now type of deal. And when you get the help to lift this on in place and you almost, um, something like this, what could work really well is, do you know what an engine hoist is? Yes. Okay. Well, you can rent those with, um, you can rent those with um, like a nylon strap that you can put around it like a waist, right? And um, right, and then you can lift it up uh, and and lower it over the top, you know, carefully. You're probably you're gonna need some help. This is not something you're gonna do by yourself. But then, what I would do there when it's all nice and clean, just to hedge your bet on this, once it you dry fit it, like oh, this is good, then jack up the um, the piece again, again, so it's like within the rebar holding in place. And you can either use some type of thin set mortar to try and seal and keep the water out. Um, or you could use some two part masonry epoxy that would help bond the two things together as well. Good idea. I hadn't even. Hadn't the thought of that uh, process. That's I like that. That's yeah. great. Well, and you know, ultimately, what it's going to be is the rebar is going to hold it, and um, the uh, the other issue is 
you know, once you get the big one done, then you can kind of use the same theory with smaller rods and the epoxy whatnot for the smaller ones. Super. Well, I think we'll do that. I appreciate that. Thank that, you. That's good. I, I think it's wonderful that you're, uh, you know, taking care of uh, of those ancestors. That's uh, that's awesome. <laughs> well, thank you very much. Love the show. Thank Thanks you very much. Thank you for calling. Appreciate right, thanks, it. Bye bye. Eight five seven five five seven four Lou. Eight five seven five five seven. Four five six eight. By the way, I wanted to remind you on September fifteenth, I'm going to be emceeing an event uh, for an organization called Humble Design to help celebrate their mission. You can come join us, enjoy cocktails, food, live performance by Chicago's legendary nine-piece soul and funk band Bumpus. You know the listeners to House March Radio; they love the funk bands. They love the funk bands. Bumpus. Bumpus. We need, yeah, we're we're going to need a rejoin with music from Bumpus. Make that Love it. put make a list, please. Be- anyway, it. okay, okay. Uh, it's going to be at the um, uh, it's going to be at uh, the old post office on the rooftop. Um, the whole idea uh, it helps to generate vital funding, help Chicago families, individuals, and veterans emerge out of homelessness. Humble Design knows that a house is not a home. Uh, you need a warm bed and you need a place to gather with family, and that's what they help to do with their makeovers. Your support will help Humble Design help families on a course that's bright and hopeful. Go to HumbleDesign.org to learn more. Uh, it's a terrific organization, and it's my honor to uh, work with them uh, and MC this event as well, which is really, really, uh, really nice. I'm really happy uh, to do that, too. One other quick thing, too, I noticed, um, you know, a lot of people are under stress. The um, There's a new phone number, and Don may have reported on this, and if I missed it, my apologies, but... Um, the suicide prevention line or the mental health line that was a very long number now, if anybody ever needs any help or you know somebody that needs some help, the phone number now is 988. And there are 24-hour people standing by that if life, you know, is really treating you the wrong way and you have nowhere else to turn and you need someone to talk to, there's a new number now, 988. Write that down. Hang on to that. It's no longer the long number. Uh, I'm super happy that they did that. A lot of people are struggling uh, these days, and uh, this is something that can be very helpful. Don't ever think that it's dark and you're alone. Someone's there to help you, and it can start with a simple phone call, 988. 6.30 in the morning, you're listening to House Smarts Radio. Our phone number is 857-557-4LU, 857-557-4568. Let's do this. We'll go into the WGN newsroom right now with Don Kleppen. Isn't there a Orange Theory, uh, wasn't, it, wasn't there a place where you get like a smoothie named Orange something? Or wasn't Orange it? Julius. Orange, Orange Julius. Julius. Are, the, are those, so, is that still around? I don't know. I don't think, there used to be one right on Southport and Addison. Yeah, right. Connected to Olga's Kitchen. Do you remember Olga's Kitchen? No. Well, what I remember, so the reason I remember Orange Julius, I think I've only been to one once. And it was, so when Max, who's now 21, was very young, um, he used to have to take, he went to an allergist and had to get shots every week. Me too. He's like two years old. Me too. You too? And did it work? Uh, yeah, actually, uh, I was allergic to chocolate, peanut butter, and oranges, to be honest with you, uh, as a kid, and I got allergy shots 
probably once a week for the better part of 19 years. Wow. So it yeah. did work. So with, with yeah. my son Max, it did, I mean, he's still allergic to nuts and stuff. Oh, really? But now, but not to the extreme where, you know, we still he still has EpiPens, but he's never had to use it. Yeah, I have an inhaler. I mean, just because oh, yeah. emergency. That, that <clears throat> that's what happened to me. I didn't. Uh, I, I I would just get congested. You know, bronchitis. Kind right, of right, thing, right. So yeah, right, right, right. Well, going back to Orange Julius, right next to the allergist was an Orange Julius, and I remember once taking him there. Um, and I was like, oh, I'm going to get one of those. And I never got another one. Wow. <laughs> well, they were like $18. I remember it was like really expensive and it was like a big thing of foam. Come and on. What, what's the thing you get at 7-Eleven? Slurpee. Slurpee. Yeah. yeah. So it, kind of, it was like an expensive Slurpee that <laughs> I was like, meh, it, it, it just doesn't do it for me. Orange Julius. They used to be a mall staple, right? And they were yeah, it was like, a mall like every staple. Mall. Yes. Right, right. But it was Next super expensive. Kitchen. Yeah. August Kitchen, where? Oh, is this in? Oh, you grew up in Kenosha. Know, like, Nobody knows they're that. They're all. Um, well, it was connected, just like Orange Julius. I think it's connected. Well, to, <laughs> listen to what Wanda has to say on line one about it. Wait, I'm in the middle of doing a commercial. Hold on. Hold oh. on. Don't go anywhere. I, I still haven't done the commercial, and it just made me think of Orange Theory. Like, it would, my point is, is if the workout place, maybe they should do smoothies as you're leaving, like some healthy smoothie. Orange Julius Theory. <laughs> Right, orange. Here's a theory. How about some orange Julius? There you go. Wanda is in Lockport. Hi, Wanda. Hi. Morning. How are you doing? I'm doing well. How may I help you? I just was getting ready to run into work, and I heard you mentioning if you knew they were around anymore. You can get a version of it at Dairy Queen. I don't know if it's the same, but it is there. Some type of smoothie? Yes, it's like a smoothie milkshake. Uh, it has the orange in it, and it's made with some of their ice cream. Mm. When's the last time you went to a Dairy yeah. Queen? About two weeks ago. <laughs> I haven't been to a Dairy Queen in a long time, but that's a good one. Yeah, we have uh, one in what, town, what, and every once in a while, I'll go. What are you going? What 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 are you going to do to work today? I'm an OR nurse at University of Chicago. Oh, very nice. Hmm. Well, I, I know some people there, so make sure that you wake them up, and you, you're, I'm sure you're nice to everybody. Oh, always. Yeah, they're like family. That's nice. All right. Well, be well. Thank you for everything that you do. Oh, thank you. Bye-bye. You got it. Orange Julius at Dairy Queen. I like that. 857-557-4LU. 857-557-4568 is the phone number. Um you're you're telling me one second three she's typing three two one hold on this is really good okay um and i'm gonna go to this line right here where mark is on downers grove hey mark good morning you're on house smarts radio hey good morning lou i know nothing about orange julius makes two of but us i have an issue and a, and a, and a question and, and by the way i enjoy you and your team you're fantastic out there with all i've learned about my house oh that's how to fix certain very, things that's very kind thank you hey lou i got a problem with an issue uh just purchased purchased a destination home like a camper home up in the volo area okay and uh, it came with a really nice deal of an electric hot water heater for the trailer. It's a very small trailer. It's not that big. But it's a little unit that fits in a little cubby hole. And 
I can't get the sucker to keep on. It's like some type of short, some type of issue internally. I, I don't know. Of, uh, would you recommend a plumber or an electrician to mm. take care of something like this? And if you have any other tips for diagnostics, I'd really appreciate okay. it. Okay. Now, this electric water heater that you have, is it an on-demand water heater or is it? does it have a little tank? It's it's on demand. When the water's when the hot water's turned on, yep. this unit's supposed to turn on, and uh, it's been intermittent and sporadic. Okay, so then I'm just trying to uh, diagnose it, help you diagnose it, because one. Of, so in other words, initially you'll get um, you'll get hot water, right? And then how long will you get hot water? Well, uh, initially. It, it, it's as I say, it's intermittent. So hot water will stay on uh, once once you know the hot water valve is is activated. turned on, right? Um, yeah, and it keeps it, it stays on, but it's just getting that unit to see those nice blue lights that are a little small little unit in in that cubby hole Got it. that's connected. Okay, yeah. So if it's an on-demand water heater, um, the thing is, mm-hmm. it is you know there the thing that engages uh, one other question for you when you lose hot water are you still is water still flowing but it's cold correct okay so there's a a flow sensor in in on-demand water heaters one of the biggest things that goes bad is something called a flow sensor Mm -hmm. and it it when they get dirty or i don't know if this unit uh sat idle for a while it's basically the contacts are worn out, and it doesn't know that the water is flowing, so it doesn't engage the electric. So my guess is mm-hmm. the very first thing you would check on an on-demand water heater is this flow sensor. Now, okay. wh- whom would you get? The thing is, is that um, most plumbers, you know, you said it's an RV? Yes. Yeah. So you're better off to go to an RV center that is more um, in tune with these units because they're very different. What goes into an RV is very different than um, than what goes into a home. And so mm-hmm. if you can find an RV center near you in Volo, I know there's a bunch uh, around that area, and tell them the name and the model number, they may be able to you know advise you on who to call or depending on how handy you are, you might be able to change this flow sensor yourself because it is sort of plug and play. You gotta you gotta take the um, you gotta take the cover off, but basically where you see the water line coming in, the water line goes in. One of the first things it connects to is this flow sensor, almost like a garden hose on both sides. It's not a it's a mm-hmm. metal it's a metal fitting, but that is what the thing senses to say, hey, water's flowing. Hit the electric. And that is how I would proceed and see if, uh, you know, an RV repair place or supplier could help you with that. Appreciate the phone call. Bump it up against time here. 646 in the morning. Our phone number is 857-557-4LU, 857-557-4568. We'll take a quick break, and we'll be back right after this. Hi, how are you? I'm doing well. How may I help you? Good. Lou, um, I have a question. I was going to have my deck power wash the other day okay and the guy came out and he said "Ooh, there's a lot of um um the wood is rotted in many many places he said you should probably just get a new deck so i don't know if i want a wood versus a composite deck 
um, what are the advantages of both, and if I get a wood, what kind of wood? I love wood, but I have to tell you that um, if I was building a deck again, it'd be out of a composite, just because... Would it? Yeah, it, it, it it's just a... The technology in, in these composites now has come so far, Pam, and... It really eliminates, for the most part, all that maintenance and extra care that goes into a wood deck. Um, and I hate to say it because, you know, I spent my career working with wood. I still, again, I still like it. But um, the issue, too, is while lumber prices have come down, um, but, you know, the if you do the cost value analysis of a composite deck versus a wood deck, you always win. Because really the only thing that you have to do to it is wash it, you know, like spray it down with the hose, Mm -hmm. maybe even, uh, you know, you don't need to pressure wash it. You squirt it with a little Dawn dishwashing soap and a broom and do a little scrubbing and, you know, you use the hose and you're done. And within the composite world, there's a lot of different choices that you can make. Um, I'm, I'm a big fan of Trex. I've used that product for a very long time, it is. Uh, it they were the first ones, and the you know the product has evolved over the years. TimberTech is another very good product that you can use, and if the structure of your deck is good, which it tends to be, because the structure is not uh, you know exposed to the kind of weather that the decking and the railings are. And mm-hmm. wh- whomever the deck builder is will take a look at that and say, "No, nah, you know what, lady." The, the structure's good, or, you know, we need to add a couple of things here and just redeck it using a synthetic, and it looks beautiful. You're in, look, you're in, mm-hmm. you're in Palos, so uh, Fox yes. Home Center, you know, is in uh, Alsip, not too far from you. Yes. They're a big, uh-huh. they're a timber tech dealer, and they have little decks set up where you can go look at it. And they can actually help you design it and even suggest contractors to work on it. Okay. Let me ask you one more question, if I may. Sure. Um, The other option is if I took the deck down altogether and then did um, paver brick. Oh, yeah. What's your opinion of that? Well, I mean, an entirely different look, right? And Uh um, it can be beautiful. Uh, I love paver patios. And, uh, you know, depending on... You know, right now I'm assuming the deck is elevated and there's a rail, right, coming off of the, the doorway or whatever? You know what? It's elevated, but there's no rails at all. Oh, so it's not that tall. Correct. Yeah. So, okay, Pam, as we get older, okay, I'm sure you're young, you know, <laughs> 30. And um, so... I love you. <laughs> I know. And uh, I love you too. But with the patio, you're down a ground... You're With the patio, you're down a ground level. So now you can enjoy the yard. There's no obstruction in your way. When you think about mm-hmm. aging in your home and what's the best use of an outdoor space, um, you know, if you're going to think about a paver patio, there's a lot of different people you can call there. One of the sponsors we have here is Architect. That's what they do. They do a lot Ar- of paver patios. And um, Architect. Architect. Architect of Okay. And. Um, they would be ones to call to see about doing a patio. They do decks, too. Actually, they do both, and you could talk to them about both of them. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Is paver more expensive than the deck? 
Mm, I mean, you'll pro- you're probably, based on taking down the old deck and doing the preparation, it, it would be cheaper for you to redeck because you wouldn't have that whole mess, right? They'd have to take down the deck. They'd have to bring in stone and sand and, you know, prep it all. So a patio would cost you more. But it all depends okay. on what you want. Yeah. So okay. that's up to you. I can't. I can't decide for you. I can give you the. I can give you the sure. options. But uh, you know, mm-hmm. I, li- I like the patio and I like the the access to the rest of your yard being a ground level. That's kind of nice. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. Great. Lou, thank you so much. Have a good day. You too. I appreciate you calling this morning. Eight five seven five five seven four Lou. Eight five seven five five seven four five six eight. Let's uh, take another call here. This is uh, Trisha, who's in Kansas City, Missouri. Hey, what's the weather like in Kansas City right now, Trisha? Uh, we are a little bit warmer than you are there. Uh, the last couple of days, we've almost touched a hundred degrees. I'm coming there in August for a wedding of the son of one of my high school buddies. So it's going to be even hotter, isn't it? August is going to be even hotter, yeah. Where is the wedding? Do you know? Uh, I do know, but I know I'm going to some fun brewery for the rehearsal dinner um, Friday night. Awesome. I used to work at a distillery downtown. I was the event coordinator at a distillery. I love you already, Trisha. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> My son was the owner of the distillery. Even better, even better. Mom, I'm going to pay you on the side. Uh, well, how can I... I was ha- going to say, <laughs> Lou, when you're in town, I'll have to take you there for a drink. All right, well, we may have to work that out. Uh, Lindsay, get Trisha's number. How may I help you, Trisha? Okay, Lindsay, let's talk after the show. Okay, Lou, um, I just got a contract. I'm under contract on my house. Um, they had an inspection done. I'm, I'm the seller. Okay. So um, they had an inspection done, and the plumbing, they went through the drain in the floor in the basement and tried to get out to the sewer and said that there are several places that there was um, roots in the pipe, um, tree roots, and they want me to have it jetted. Okay. Now, my concern is if we mess with it, is that going to possibly crack some of the clay pipes? You know, what's the best way for me to handle this and still keep the sale at my house? Do, did they put a camera down there or just a rod? They did do a camera, and I have photos along the way. Okay, what I would do, and I'm just from a, I would give them a credit and let them do it. Because okay. if you do it, okay. Whatever it is, uh-huh. the f- I'm going to say fifteen hundred bucks. I'm going to make it up, and exactly what you it could go just swimmingly well, or they could go. Uh, sorry, right. lady, we collapsed the pipe. Now that's your baby. Right, right. We're out. Here you okay. go. I'm going to give you credit. You know what? You can even hedge the bet if you get an estimate from somebody, right? Uh, and they say fifteen hundred uh-huh. bucks. Give them a two thousand dollar credit. Oh, that's a good idea. Boost it by five. Yeah, because I was. My fear was that we were going to go in, bust something, and I'd have to tear up the yard and everything smart. else. You're a smart lady, even when you're not drinking. I think that's fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> but the now the other thing we have another we have a, a local plumber um, that's on the radio all the time, and they say that they can go in and if they find 
tree roots, they can kind of route those out and then put another pipe on the inside of sure. that pipe. So Does re, that make sense? Yeah, it's a, it's a, in Chicagoland, a there's a company called, it's a repiping company called Trenchless Innovations here. So those do work, okay. but why do you want to do that? Well, I don't. No, no, no. My point is, if you're trying to make the sale go through, just give them a credit. Be on your way. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No, that All right. Keep sense. listening, Trish. I'm running up against that clock here. Uh, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back right after this. Doctor Strange. So it's oh, been yeah. like a you month love or so. The, you love the Marvel. I do. It's fun. You love the Marvel. Andy? Top Gun Maverick. Ooh, I haven't seen that. So my wife and I went to the first... Lindsay, not Disney, so I'm not even going to ask you, because it was like, oh, what... It, what what was the last movie? Technically, you went to it go was see? Pixar, or what was I don't know, The Minions. Okay. Oh, grew, yeah. Oh, that's pretty. Yeah, man, it was real good. <laughs> okay, so my wife what and did I you see? W- went <gasps> to um, first time in a movie two and a half years. Yesterday, really? Remember nice. how uh, back in the day when yes. we would go to movies? Because I work on Saturday mornings, we would always have like a date on Friday afternoon, and we would go to the movies, whatever. Just two of us. We went to go see that Elvis movie. Which, by the way, yes, I have an Elvis. I see it so I, I'm in my studio. I have an Elvis uh, coffee cup that holds all my pens. Ooh, yeah. Cute. So, um, I'm not of the, uh, you know, I'm younger than the Elvis thing, right? That was like 50s and 60s, and my mother, my late mother, was a huge Elvis Presley fan, so it was always playing in my. It's a really good movie. Oh, I Tom can't Hanks wait to see plays it. Colonel Parker. Parker. Yep. Not a nice man. Like, there's a lot of that storyline in this movie. And the yeah. young man that plays Elvis is spectacular. It's, I've heard it's awesome. Really, really good. And it's this very, um, well, it's just really good. I highly recommend it. I know Dean well, loved it. And Dean was saying, you got to go see this thing. And the performances are really good. And um, people are like, oh, I didn't like Tom Hanks. I'm like, well, I think Tom Hanks is supposed to make you not like him. Right? Because he's not a very nice character, the Colonel Parker type of thing. It's long, right? It is super long. But the breadth of the performances, it's really good. That's all I'm going to tell you. Go see it. Wait. Yeah, Elvis. It was really, and the music was, was fun. And you forgot about all the music that this guy and the you know long before the beatles people were just worshiping this guy like crazy it was just you know he was the the king of rock and roll right and it really comes through in that movie so i highly recommend it as dean did if you're going to go see a movie it's long it is long but it didn't feel i I wasn't like when is this going to get over right right i stayed through the credits because the music was playing Wow. And they do this oh, really cool thing at the end. and Great. Yeah, so put that on your list of things to go see. 857-557-4LU-HUNKA-HUNKA-BURNING-LOVE. Nice. Uh, let's go back to the phone lines and uh, see if we can help some people out. 857-557-4LU is the number. This is Bob in Palatine. Bob, good morning. You're on WGN. Good morning. I uh, called you last week. Uh well, anyway, I got a couple questions and a couple other things. But hey, wait, 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 last... wait. Remember when you called last week? What did I tell you when I when I hung up on you? Well, you... Uh, I said... Uh, no, remember, ceramic from my, no, no, no. I said uh, you don't ever call here again. Remember I said that? Why would you say that? I'm kidding. How can I help you? <laughs> I'm, a, I'm a Vietnam veteran. Be nice I to will be, uh, Absolutely. God bless you. How may I help you, sir? 
Well, I did call last week, and you gave me some good suggestions. Um, I was going to remove the ceramic from my laundry room, and I went to floor decor like you recommended okay. in Arlington Heights. And I looked at that 100% waterproof vinyl, and I like it. So glad you brought that up. Oh, good. Oh, yeah. And you but, were going to – right. You had some tile you wanted to remove, but then – there was, uh, right, did you have linoleum or vinyl under it? I'm trying to yeah, remember, right? Yeah, I, I had a third-party contractor come over uh, uh, that they gave me, recommended, blah, blah, blah. But, uh, and he, this guy in the store said, you don't use underlayment. Now, the contractor who came over said, you use underlayment. And I'm saying, well, the guy in the store said, no. Then I found out there's roll underlayment, which I didn't know about. I thought mm-hmm. it was sheets. Mm-hmm. So there's roll underlayment, mm-hmm. and he said I, I have to use that. It's it's over a crawl space too. Um, so I don't know about that underlayment, but I have to go with the, what this guy said. Well, okay, so I'm going to stop you a second because some of the tile. Okay, so the remember that with the hundred percent vinyl luxury vinyl tile it is waterproof 100 percent. so underlayment it isn't required because it's not like a laminate floor and i will give you a a, 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 we have a home on our lower level we just did the whole floor in a luxury Uh vinyl tile over concrete Uh no Uh underlayment yeah. And well, because, hey, I mean, well, if you're going to have a contractor do it and, you know, they're insisting on it, it's not going to hurt you, but you don't need it because, again, the whole idea with the 100% waterproof is, like for us, in a lower level, if it were to get wet, you literally could take it apart and go hang it outside or lean it up outside, let it dry, and then put uh, it back down. Yeah. Uh yeah, that, well, yeah, he was worried about the asbestos under there because those are old nine by nine vinyl or linoleum squares. Yeah. So but is you know he? What? Here's the point. Is he, wait, understand. wait, wait. Is he going to take the, the ceramic up and then put yes. the? Okay. All right. But he, I, I told him you can get this ceramic up without disturbing that 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 uh, nine by nine square tiles or whatever you want to vinyl tiles or linoleum whatever you want to call mm-hmm. it. He, he says, I have ways of doing this. He wouldn't tell me. He says, I can get this ceramic up easy. So I don't know what he's talking about. The ceramic or the linoleum? The ceramic. Yeah. But maybe he wants... So, more so, than may, I do, so. so maybe he wants the underlayment because when he's working, you know, you're, gonna, you're down on your hands and knees, and maybe well, I'm going to put the underlayment so that I have a barrier that I'm not working on top of this asbestos. I mean, I could get that because... You know, if you do this for a living and you do it over and over again, that's where asbestos is, you know, really bad. You know, it's long-term yeah, exposure. Lou, I don't understand this. You, there's asbestos in some insulation that you spread in the attic. That goes into the air. Yeah. You're breathing it if you don't wear a mask. Right. This is, this is, uh, it's hard. Uh, right, right. Nine by no, nine you're right. vinyls. I, I, don't, I don't disagree. It's not going into the air. Correct. When you disturb it. Correct. You're 100% correct. But I don't know why that's a worry about that. But here's the other two things. Um, the previous, so I tried to get through your website and get some questions to you. It won't go through. I don't know why the website 
won't send the questions through. You know why? My, I don't know what's wrong, but I can't figure it out. Okay. But I, I, I wrote. Here's the thing. The previous. I'm going to read. <laughs> I had it all written out. The previous homeowner put up a family room and left the aluminum sliding doors up. The doors are off the kitchen. Well, I'm kind. Of, I'm really fed up with them. Does the top of these doors offer support, or they're, they're not load bearing? I could just remove this sliding doors, right? If it's just a sliding door, you know, with two a, a fixed piece of glass and a sliding door, that opening two sliding doors, yeah. Glass, yeah. So the opening, yes, the doors come out, and that opening is structurally sound. That they do not. Great. The sliding glass doors do not provide any kind of structural support. Great, they're screws only. I see. Right. Okay, I want to put a partial wall and sliding door. It's the only thing I can do. That makes sense, doesn't it? You. If that's what you want to do, sure. You just have to get the door. Yeah. Once you create the new opening, then you right. have to make it for to fit a door either that is existing. You know, typically patio doors are six foot or five foot. Um, you know, but you can also get custom made doors if if that's what you want. Yeah, it's eight, it's like eighty inches high and seventy two inches wide. Yeah, so it's a six footer. Uh, how 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 usually sliding glass doors the smallest width. Is around five feet. Well, I mean the opening, the, the opening. total opening. Got it. Yeah, um, you know, if you know anybody would quote me on that, that'd be fine. But anyway, wait, uh, you, gutters. You have a, I'm, you I'm have thinking a, replacing you, putting new gutters up, and there's that drip edge or flashing that's nailed on underneath the edge. Yeah. How do they do that? They, you can't remove that without ruining the edge of the shingles, right? Uh, no, they lift up the shingles, you know, carefully. They lift up. And then they will put in new drip edge, and they typically run. You don't have to nail it like crazy. You just need a couple of nails to hold it in place, you know, because it's long aluminum and it lies flat there. So it's not like every yeah. every six inches they got to put a nail. So they they can they can do that. I have a recommendation okay. for you for the door if you'd like. You have a pen or a pencil. Okay. Um, you know, leaf guards for the gutters are they worth it? Those leaf screens. They are, and, you know, if your gutters are in good shape, there are caps that can go on top of it. If they're not in good shape, then you may want to replace the gutters and then put the leaf guard over the top. Leaf guard is a brand, but there's, you know, these gutter guards, there's gutter stuff, there's uh, um, uh, gutter snake, there is a spring rock gutter guards, all these different uh, people that... Uh, make these kinds of products and most gutter companies if you call them will offer some version of this that you can look into okay uh i have a ranch and i've been going up there 40 years blowing leaves out with the blower i'm kind of getting fed up with that i think that would probably be a wise decision for you to uh you know mentioning that you were served in vietnam that the older we get the Climbing up on that ladder with a leaf blower is not the smartest thing. Well, we'd like you to. You know we'd what? like you. We'd like last, you to. We'd like you to stick around. Last March, I had my left hip replaced. This March, I had my left knee replaced. Boy, are you limited in what you could do, even though they're replaced? Right. So I, it's a you like you can't even kneel with this new knee. Why you know why do you get a new knee if you can't kneel? Mm. You put pressure on it by kneeling. It's not a good thing, I guess. Right. Right. I just, I'm limited, but right. hey, listen, a great, good story. Ace Hardware on Northwest Highway, it's not called Mutual Ace Hardware? Yep, yep, I know the owners. Yeah, and uh, I, I met a veteran there who worked there in the store, 
and he he was a uh, handyman, and I hired him. And he did a lot of work around here on plumbing and electricity. The thing is, number one, he was my friend. Being I'm a veteran, he's a veteran. Sure. Number two was he was a good handyman. He knew his stuff, did a lot of work around here. Of course, the pricing was good. And we got along. So we agreed on everything. But he passed away in September. Oh, I'm sorry to hear that. At a young age. And now... uh, I'm looking for another handyman around Palatine. I don't know if you know anybody. You know, I'll so. tell you what I'm going to do. I'm going to I'm going to put you on hold real quick, and then I'm going to get you a couple names of uh, people that can help you in that area. And uh, I so appreciate your service and uh, having a nice conversation with you this morning. And uh, we'll get you the name and number of a few people that can help you out. You're listening to House Marts Radio with me, Lou Manfredini. We're broadcasting from the Permaseal Foundation Repair Studio. We'll take a quick break and be back right after this. Hi, good morning. morning. Thank you so much for taking my call. You've helped me before. Um, My reason I'm calling this morning is... My family has a tiny cottage up in Door County, Okay. Um, and the problem is that it's damp. It's been used year-round. Previously, it was built in, we think, the early 50s. Mm-hmm. It's four rooms, um, with a, including a little, um, not including a little kitchenette, and it has a crawl space underneath, and there's access in the ceiling. But it, within the past 10 years, it had a new roof put on it, new windows. Um, the understructure of the beam was rotted, and so that had to be replaced. But now that all this is done, um, it's damp when we go in. And I'm just wondering if you could recommend where we start. We thought since there is access to the ceiling above the ceiling and through the eating room we wondered if uh, we could have some kind of insulation um, put down the walls well but hold on i don't hold, know anything hold on, about hold on. it and so this little cottage you to- this little cottage that you have is it on a crawl yes. space or is it on a slab um I don't think it's on a slab. I mean, it's it's above ground, and there's concrete block on the sides of it. Okay. But I think it's a, a dirt crawl space. Okay, that's where all your moisture is. It's not in the attic. Oh. So what you should probably do is, um, and, and Permaseal doesn't go to Door County, but there might be, uh, There's a they work with an organization. Do you have a pen or a pencil? Yes, I do. Basement systems okay and you're going to talk to them about crawl space encapsulation okay and they're going to go into that dirt crawl space and they're going to wrap that thing like in a pool liner and they're going to control all that moisture and vent it out from underneath there and they may even suggest a um a dehumidifier that goes down there that's more industrial strength. And if you... Well, then it's only like six or eight inches high, the crawl space. Well, then they'll they'll have to assess that. If it's oh, too, okay. If they, if they can't get down there and do it, you know, they may offer other solutions, but your moisture issue and the dampness is not above, it's below. And that's, oh. that's where it's permeating up into your living space, something we talk about... Uh, hear a lot with you know homes that have basements and whatnot, but 
go to that website, have someone come out and give you an estimate on there and give you okay. some options on how to deal with it. But know that that's the issue there. In the short run, if there are vents that are in that foundation wall that you see, there make, are. We, make, we open them in the summer and close them in the winter. All right, so make sure they're open. And what you can do in the short time is take a box fan, plug it in, and have it uh, uh, like right in front of the vent, put it there to pull the air out. You know what I mean? Okay. Like create a draft. It's not perfect, but it might help a little bit. But uh, that's what I would suggest to get some air movement down there and go from there. Thanks so much for the phone call. I'm just bumping up against time here. It's time now for WGN Radio News. Lindsay mentioned it. It's cool, right? And it's going to keep you cool. And this is an awesome thing that you literally put in. It comes in a carrying case. And you can take it places. And Well, you just listen and we'll talk afterwards. How many times this summer have you been enjoying time outdoors and thought to yourself, man, it's hot in here. Wish I had a fan. But unless you have one of those little handhelds handy in your back pocket, outdoor fans aren't that easily accessible or portable. Well, this weekend's new Tulude 2 will give you that breeze with ease. The Canopy Breeze Canopy Fan is a rechargeable ceiling fan that is designed to quickly install in almost any portable outdoor canopies. The fan literally comes in a portable, durable plastic box that snaps shut, and when you put it together, it secures to the top of your canopy or your tent or your man cave or she shed, wherever, via four folding hooks. Not too, Mike J. Built into the top of the fan. And the fan blades snap into the motor assembly and off you go. To power this bad boy, you use the included remote control to turn on or off as well as adjust its high and low speeds. When finished, you simply remove the blades, fold down the hooks, and pack your fan neatly into its cape. The Canopy Breeze Canopy Fan is perfect for any event that requires an outdoor canopy. Tailgating, youth sports, craft fairs, festivals, camping, ticket booths, cookouts home projects. So recharge your summer to enjoy it with the rechargeable Canopy Breeze Canopy Fan, which retails at $139.99. And you can find out more and see a great little video on how it works on the House Smarts YouTube channel. And be sure to click the subscribe button while you're there. I don't know. So uh, the Canopy, you know uh, what I was thinking? We were driving by the other day. They were setting up for a farmer's market. Everybody that has a, one of those tents at a farmer's market who has to sit out there in the heat, they should have one of these bad boys. And it comes in a carrying case, like a hard carrying case that kind of reminds yeah. me of, um, well, the case really reminds what? me of, the, what? I was trying to think of what to just describe it as, but well, I could not put my finger I on it. I know what it reminds me of. Laser levels, when they use it for excavating... <laughs> I was they not come, going that No, direction. I know. Well, they come in a case like that. It's like a hard molded case. Actually, you know what it reminds me of? Uh, I don't know. You never did this because you're young. But, you oh. know, th- you know, I can remember my mother had this makeup case when she would travel. And it was like a giant. It was a case. And it opened oh. up and almost like a tackle box. <laughs> a caboodle? Oh, yeah. I don't know what that is. What is a caboodle? That's what it's. Is that it what it's called? Wasn't called out with your mom, but yes, I'm sorry. It, it yeah. was this hard <laughs> case that flipped open. It was like a tackle box for makeup, and my mother—that's what she used to carry with her. 
So it was like that. Anyway. Okay. Years ago, a few years ago, uh, I helped Mike build a, a she shed behind his house. And it is the cutest thing ever. Like, it could be on Pinterest. It's so cute. It has skylights. And I go, hey, I got this Noodle 2 thing. It would be per And there's, it's, there's no electricity in it. I go, but people, like, sleep in it sometimes. F- few times. Hardly ever. Um, and, uh, <laughs> but we made, but we built it. And uh, so, the, the, I go, hang this in the she shed. This will be perfect. And. It comes in a case. It all clicks together. And how did you say there's four hooks it comes with, right? <laughs> you, you, yes. He used one. There's four loops that you, yeah. <laughs> but he used one, and he dro- drove it into the wood, and he sent us a video where he's got the remote. I go, you do this, and you film it all. Like, he's, you know, he's got experience. And uh, he t- turned it on, and because it was one screw, it moves the air so much that the motor unscrewed the screw, and the thing dropped to the ground. But it did prove that it's durable because then he hang it back up and it was fine. It, it was just done so like well. All of, the, all of the steps of the video oh were God, done beautiful. so smoothly. And I really hear I'm like good. waiting for the final really product here. Right. And, it, right. and then all of a sudden you see his feet. because he, <laughs> <laughs> he just calmly <laughs> lowers so his phone. They're like, oh, there it is. And I'm thinking that so few people sleep in the, in the she shed now that um, now why would you sleep in it? Because you're worried the fan's going to drop on top of you. <laughs> but he's since fixed it with the two hooks and it works great. It's an awesome item. And if you're a farmer's market person, this is your new best friend. Or you're camping or oh my gosh. I mean, if you have a little, you know, a gazebo in the back yeah, in the yeah, backyard yeah. or yeah. something. How much is it? So how much is it? 140 bucks. Yeah, it's a deal. It's a deal. Uh go to our YouTube page. You can see the video. Um maybe you could post the blooper video just for fun. Like a separate thing. Like bonus content. You know how they do that? Like, oh, go to the, oh, you know, bonus, like when you yes. watch 60 Minutes, they go, go to 60minutes.com to learn more. Dink, we could do, yeah. there you go. So go to YouTube. I just don't want it to like poo poo the canopy breeze. Oh, that's total, really that's total installation thing. error. That's it. You just got to follow the instructions. And, you know, we're, Mike and I are of the age, we're like, oh, we can figure this out. How hard could it be? We're smarter than these people. <laughs> right? But we're not. Anyway. Uh, 857-5574-LOO. Go to YouTube, subscribe to the House Smarts TV channel, and you can see the video and information there as well. 857-5574-LOO is our phone number. We will take a quick break, and we'll be back right after this. Route 55. Oh, why do I always right get that? Route 55. Why do I always oh. get, why do I get that always confused? I thought, didn't, oh, no, 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 no. See, I'm confused. Gibson City is what's off of 57. Yep, Gibson City is fifty-seven. Coal City is fifty-five. Isn't it your sister? Anyway, it's your sister. It's your sister city. city. She's like, I don't care about Gibson City. Talk to me, okay, Leslie. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> I have a mole issue. I have tried everything. Now, my husband was my mole man. He recently passed away, I'm sorry. and um, I just can't control these things. We're trapping them. I've used worms. The only thing. I'm thinking of now is would air rating my yard help this problem? Um, okay, so they're everywhere. Uh, mainly the backyard, but yes. Okay. New new mounds, new tracks every day. Okay. And tell me about other than the where you see the mounds and you see the you know where they're digging. How does the lawn look? Only. 
it's spotty where they're yeah where their trail is. So they're eating the bugs, right? That's why they're there. Yes, they're eating the grubs. And I have had my landscaper that basically just does the um, cutting. No, they don't cut or any. I've got another guy that does that, but they fertilized and everything this year. And then I called him and I says, look, I need the grub control on now. Because my husband was very good about doing it in May and then again in late July or August. Right, right. Landscaping company that I had told me they don't do it until late July or August. No, yeah. So I so, called him and I said, uh-uh. Okay. Rush it. I want it done now. Okay, so, so has it... did that, but I'm still So they it. did that. Okay, so now there's a couple ways to go. And I think that... Um, I'm going to have you try something that's more of a repellent as opposed to poisoning them. Because if this works, then you can have the lawn rolled out to put those mounds back in. And then you got to get on the habit and put down on your calendar to put down the grub control in late May. Because you're down uh, in Coal City off of 55, like I mentioned, um, you're it's warmer. It gets warmer you know, there quicker than it does up in the, up here, up north. So late May, like right, third, right. third, third week in May, you're going to put down that grub control. I want you to go buy two bonide sonic spikes. Okay. And you're going to put them, you're going to drive it into the ground and put them 30 feet apart. And it's going to make a chatter underground that sounds like a rodent in distress. Okay. And if all of a sudden you're like, wow, in this 60-foot radius, roughly, that I've created, there's no moles. And if it works, then you're going to move it. You're going to move it another 30 feet, and you're going to get them out of your yard. And then hopefully by then... That's funny you... Go ahead. Go ahead. No, go ahead. That's funny you say that because my husband, he um, he would have like a machine or the weed racker or out, and the vibrations from that would literally bring those suckers up mm-hmm. out of the ground, and mm-hmm. just uh, he'd see the mound come up, and mm-hmm. um, bless his heart, he just took a pitchfork. <laughs> <laughs> well, so there, so um, the the repellent is a very good option. There's the thing is the grubs. Once you have the grubs in the lawn. Even if the grub control killed the grubs, the moles still have something to feed on, the dead bugs, right? And uh, so okay. this is going to help you to probably get them out of the ground for now. And um, then you got to stay on that grub control uh, earlier, as we mentioned, and uh, you should be able to control it better next year using the sonic spikes and the grub control. Thanks so much for the phone call. 857-557-4LOU is our number. This is Kathy in Grays Lake. Hi, Kathy. You're on House Marks Radio. Good morning. That was... Thank you for taking my call. Sure. Lou, I have a question, please. Um, My home is 56 years old. I was changing my air filter in my furnace, and there was a great big glob of dust. So I want to have my vents blown out, cleaned out, sucked out, whatever it is. But because it's so old, what is it they do? Will they ruin the, I mean, 
the venting system is is very old. What do I do? Well, the vent, the thing is, your venting system is old, but it's much more robust and stronger than the newer stuff because the metal was thicker. But it's probably okay. it's probably also very leaky, meaning that on all the joints and everything where it connects up. I don't specifically have someone for you in Gray's Lake, so you're going to have to do a little searching there uh, because the couple of people that I know that do this don't come that far north. But what you're looking for in a ductwork cleaning company is somebody that is going to use what's called an air whip as well as a vacuum. And the other thing to consider is a process called AeroSeal. They clean the vents, then they come and they put this magic potion through your ductwork, and it seals all of the holes and the cracks up to five-eighths of an inch. And it will eliminate the dust coming into the system, and it really is kind of a a very effective one-two punch, and also it improves the flow of your furnace going through there. So a duct cleaning service with a air whip and vacuum. And then if you go to AeroSeal, I believe there's a website, AeroSeal.com, you may be able to find a dealer in your area that offers that up in Gray's Lake. And they typically do the cleaning and the AeroSeal process all in one. Thanks so much for the phone call. It's 7.56 in the morning. We'll take a quick break and be right back. Hey y'all, it's Jack Arnold, owner of Arnold Electric, Chicago's old home electrical experts. Do you know which backup generator your home needs? A portable generator runs basic appliances and must be manually connected with each power loss. Small and whole home standby generators are permanently installed and start automatically after each power loss and can run basic appliances all the way up to your AC. Let my team of licensed electricians guide you through the selection process and install the generators for you. Call 773-290-1944 or visit arnoldelectricchicago.com. Summer's here in Chicago, and it's a scorcher. If parts of your house are stuffy and hot and your A.C. is working overtime, Sealed can help. With expert insulation and HVAC upgrades, Sealed keeps your house cool in the summer and warm in the winter with up to 50% less energy. Sealed's expert team will design a custom upgrade plan, match vetted local contractors for the job, and coordinate everything from start to finish. Best of all, Sealed stands behind their work. Sealed covers the upfront costs, and if they don't cut your energy waste, they don't get paid. If you're in the front lines of a pandemic, Sealed wants to give you a free home comfort makeover. With the Sealed for Heroes contest through July 31st, Chicagoland essential workers can enter to win Sealed insulation and HVAC upgrades worth $30,000. All expenses paid. Visit Sealed.com hero to learn more. Enter and nominate your heroes by July 31st. That's Sealed.com slash hero sealed.com slash hero hey it's rick d's here ready to play back the 80s and 90s today is the day to give your family great tv what you talking about Willis? for free tv like rewind tv Tell them they can watch totally tubular television in three easy steps. Hook up your digital antenna. Use your digital tuner. Look for Rewind TV. Now they can watch their favorite sitcoms for free. 
on Rewind TV. Play back the 80s and 90s. Grandview buys homes when a real estate agent gives you their list of 50 plus things you need to do before listing your home for sale. Say goodbye to them and call Grandview Homes. Sell your home as is today. No repairs whatsoever. GrandviewHomes.com. Robert Andreas was a World War II veteran who served in the 82nd Airborne Division in 1956. Robert became a bricklayer in Cicero, and a few years later, well, Robert began to focus on concrete with his sons, Bobby, Brad, and Byron. Robert Andreas and Sons Concrete Contractors was born. Now, in the beginning, it was his three sons and a laborer doing all the work by hand. And today, Robert Andreas and Sons is a company with state-of-the-art equipment that can handle the smallest residential projects all the way up to the largest industrial or commercial jobs. As owners, Byron oversees the company's operations. Debbie, his sister, oversees the company's administration. And Byron's daughter, Sarah, third generation, well, she handles all the sales and marketing. Now is the ideal time to have Andreas and Sons install or repair your driveway, sidewalk, patio, or... Andy, yes. I was uh, I was uh, out on Twitter, uh, uh, you know, and there's something that I follow, like 70s sports things oh, yeah, or Super something. Super 70s sports. Super 70s sports. And the thing yesterday was, let's just watch the 85 Bears dis- defense destroy all these teams. Yeah. And it is clip after clip after clip ferocious just unbelievable stuff yeah i mean they they (laughs) smoked everybody i mean it It, was crazy (laughs) and i mean i'm watching it i literally i'm like okay well yeah i watched all these games and i'm still enamored by watching it and i'm thinking to myself i wonder if that'll ever happen again Uh, i don't know wilbur marshall (laughs) knocking out the quarterback out cold for detroit uh it was Crazy. I mean, they, they, you know, the there was a, there's won. one scene where there was a fumble and uh, William Perry picked it up yeah. and he's running. I mean, he looks like he's going to go all the way. I mean, he's really moving. Yeah. And what was the guy? Almost 400 pounds. He yeah. could really move. And they did finally catch him. But oh my gosh, Richard Dent and Hampton uh, and Michael Hampton, uh, Gary Fensick. I mean, it was just crazy. Otis Wilson, Mike oh, Singletary. Leslie Frazier. This is a great yeah. scene with Leslie Frazier. Is he still coaching, by the way? Yeah. I can't remember where he is now. He was with Buffalo, was he- I want to say, for a while, no? Uh, he's, right? a, he's a coordinator somewhere. I can't remember where right. he is. But he, wasn't he the head coach at he Minnesota the Vikings, for a yeah. while? Head coach the of the Vikings, Vikings. yeah. He's a good dude. Yeah. He was at Trinity College, too, up in uh, Lake Forest for a while. Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah, he's a really good guy. I had a chance to meet him years ago, and uh, yeah, it was fun. I was like, oh, my gosh, I remember these guys, and that was like 150 years ago. Yeah, it feels like it, doesn't it? (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) And then there's Don and his Green Bay Packers. Well. And Charles Martin. I, have, I was going to say, I, I did see a lot of those clips growing up. My mom uh, is diehard Bears fan, so she always... I knew I liked your mom. Yeah, she's, mom. she always... Um, Mar- Walter Payton and the Bears defense, I saw a lot of those clips growing up, oh, for yeah. sure. Oh, yeah. And they're great. Yeah. So I love how you don't even include me in these conversations anymore. Well, you were on the phone. I was not... not I was not... I, I could it. see you hey. were talking to some li- listener. You were lighting up phone calls. I was not... Mm. You love the Packers, I too. at all. <laughs> You're such a liar. I have not answered one call. Well, that's not fair. Oh, really? Then who is this that I'm going to talk to on line one? This would be Rue, who's calling saved, in from southeast Wisconsin. Saved by Rue. Thanks, Rue. How may I help you? Oh, there she's not even there. Well, that didn't <laughs> like, go well. That didn't go well. I thought Rue was going to come in, and she's like, oh, they're talking about the bears. I'm going to just put my phone down and go. And now, uh, here. Okay, shut the radio Hi. off. 
Hi, hi, Lou. This is Rue. Hi, Rue. Uh, I have a question, okay? I've been a painter for years, and uh, I uh, had a new deck to paint, and they told me you cannot use or you shouldn't use regular exterior house paint on treated wood. Why? That's my question. Why? <sighs> well, um, the biggest thing with exterior house paint on a deck is that it doesn't have the... So the, the floor and porch type of paint that you use has more of a... It has more um, resins in it to help with the durability of the walking, right? I mean, think about it. You're a painter. I'm yeah. not gonna. I'm not gonna tell you your business. Um, but you, you know, yeah, you don't. That, that I that I can understand. Right. But you know, as far as the spindles, the handles, you know, the uh, railings, things like that. Um, no. I ended up. No reason. Uh, no. Using... No. No reason on that that you just mentioned. That you couldn't, because the treated lumber, if I was using it for, you know, the bi the biggest issue, as you know, it's just it's got to be super dry, because if it's if it's super wet, a lot, you know, what's happened now, what I've noticed, you know, with the demand in lumber right now, and the mills trying to keep up in manufacturing this stuff, you know, the, the treatment, when they do that, the pressure treatment, as they call it, you know, they put the stuff under pressure. They inject it into the fibers of the wood, like it's in, inside of a pressure cooker. Well, a lot of this stuff mm -hmm. is not drying. They're putting it right into the lumber yards. People are buying it, and you build a deck, and it's so wet. Literally, when you cut it, it's dripping, and you got to let it dry before you do anything, no matter what kind of uh, finish you're going to put on it, because as that wicks out of the lumber, it's just going to pull whatever paint with it. Right. Okay. But for what but, you just yeah. described, the railings and the pickets, I wouldn't use it on the traffic areas. And, you know, then it becomes a question of, um, I mean, you know this, the, the floor and porch paint's a little more, it doesn't flow as nicely as regular exterior paint for painting. So you can get probably better coverage on those other areas that you talk about. But that's, that, to, in my opinion, not right. an issue. Okay, I see. Yeah, because, I mean, they sell a semi-transparent, a transparent, and then they sell a solid, what they call a solid stain, but it's uh, also a latex. It's not Correct. oil. Correct. And every time, you know, usually you hear the word stain, it's oil, which soaks into the wood, and it, it's better for the wood and this and that, but it, the only thing is that... It, this solid, a solid stain is, to me is seemed pretty much like a, a regular, regular latex uh, <clears throat> exterior paint. The sol solid, solid latex solid stain. What they claim on that is that it's more the breathability of it is different in the technology. So you know where I'm trying to think of. I'm, I'm trying to remember this exactly. If it's that they some. You know how some of the latex paints uh, use what they call ceramic bead technology, right? Where they've got these, it's basically a dust inside of it. And the whole idea is that it creates a super durable hard surface. And depending on the the aggregate, the size, which is, you know, milliliters, right? It's not anything we could feel. But um, what the mm -hmm. solid stains, you're right. They 
to you and I, when we're putting them on, it feels just like a paint. But they claim that there's more breathability. And, you know, I'm not a scientist. I'm going to take them for what they say. So in, in uh, exterior I mean, surfaces, it's going to be more breathable, yet it still goes on, feels like a paint, looks like a paint, but you get that solid color, which a lot of people want, as opposed to the semi-transparent. So ultimately right. what you just said, yeah. Rue, you know, you can use the paint on the rails and stuff with, with confidence. I think you don't have a problem there whatsoever. Thanks so much. I'm just bumping up against the clock here. Guess what? It's time now to hear from Lindsay about what's new at builder supply outlet brian who's in chicago brian good morning you're on house smarts radio good morning lou i'm thank you for taking my call of course listener am i lou i'm getting a new air conditioner uh central air conditioner and i've spoken with many many contractors and i'm just curious what i should listen for my townhouse is 1800 square feet um the air conditioner of course is 20 years old and it died what type of information should I be looking to gather from these contractors, and uh, who should I go with? Hmm. Um, well, let me ask you this. So you have a townhome. How many levels is your townhome? It's three counting the basement. Th- three counting the basement. And is it the type of thing where you enter on the ground level, and then there's a staircase going down, and then you go up one level and up another level? Well, you enter on the ground level. There's a staircase going down to the basement, right? And a staircase going up to the bedrooms. The, the only reason I'm asking all these questions is, you know, one of the big trends right now, and and uh, I talk about, I'll talk about this a little bit later on. But if I was building a new house or I was changing out my AC, I would probably swap out and go with a a ductless mini split system. And in a townhome, it is the perfect solution now you know that uh, go ahead many of the contractors have said the same thing what i'm trying to do is budget right you're right right reasonable the vent system is good with the other air conditioning we had okay um i don't want to replace that i want to put the new unit right where the old unit is okay so that is your that is your least expensive option you know as far as what you're going to do now What is your, what's your timeline in this place? Well, it's been hot the past couple of weeks. I'd like to have a new air conditioner by next week. No, no, no. That's not what I meant. The timeline meaning, how long are you going to live there? That's a good question. Probably a, quite a long time. Okay. So then it's... 20 years, I'd like to say 20 more. So then it's important then to buy really good equipment, right? And um, Okay. So when it comes to equipment, the, a lot of it is shared. Um, you know, they use a lot of the same pieces and parts inside these things. But a Bryant and a Carrier are the same units with different badges on them. So get quotes. I've come to learn that. Get quotes on both of them. A Train and American Standard, same stuff, different stickers on it, right? And train, American Standard, Carrier, Goodman, I've... Goodman Goodman is a whole separate there's nothing wrong with a Goodman um there's a you know there used to be a carrier used to own a company called Payne and now I believe it's called Weathermaker or Weather something all good stuff right. so you want good equipment and it's all about the people installing it so it comes and gets sized correctly now you're in what part of Chicago are you in Brian Rogers Park the far okay. north side about okay. 3 blocks south of Evanston and about 
100 yards to the lake. Okay, so, you know, based on whom you're going to call, you know, we have uh, several advertisers that I have done business with and do a really nice job, Dykstra Home Services being one of them, Lindemann Chimney Heating and Cooling being another one. You also hear on this station American Weathermakers. They've also been around a very long time. Three of those um, people could all give you estimates and probably get to you by next week. I mean, that's a tight turn. That's wonderful. It's a tight turnaround, but the nice thing is today you don't need any air conditioning, right? So um, <laughs> we've we've never realized we had so many fans. So many <laughs> right, so many right, fans just, right. But um, <laughs> but any one of those. Um, any one of those uh, systems would be good. I would uh, definitely talk to them about if you don't already have what's called a media filter in your system. You know, it's a four-inch okay. wide filter okay. as opposed to a one-inch wide filter. If COVID has taught okay. us anything, it's all about the quality of the indoor air that we're breathing. And those media filters do a better job of filtering the air and that was something they could retrofit when they're doing this so you can slide it in and out and get better air quality in your system well that's wonderful lou i do appreciate you taking my call you got it be well i appreciate you calling as well Eight twenty-eight in the morning hey quick um a quick get well um in um in this radio business you know a lot of us uh we all know each other and um you know, different people work in different stations and do all kinds of things. Uh, years and years and years ago, uh, my son, Quinn, played on a baseball team, and the coach was a guy by the name of Lynn Bramer. And Lynn Bramer lives in my neighborhood, and he was a longtime uh, morning guy on WXRT. Lynn and I became friends and also had a, a, a common cause where we both worked to help raise money and promote Misericordia. And I have had the honor of knowing Lynn and uh, spending time with him uh, in Misericordia and getting to know him. And he's just a terrific guy. And uh, he is taking a leave of absence from the radio station uh, to uh, battle some health issues. And uh, he is a beloved personality in uh, in Chicagoland. I know there's many listeners and people that know uh, Lynn Bramer. His tagline is, he's uh, he's your best friend in the whole world. And so, um, you know, we got lots of things to pray for, and uh, I hope that you pray for my friend Lynn Bramer to get well soon so that we can hear him back on the radio, and uh, he's going to do just great, and know that lots of people are pulling for you, Lynn, and uh, from my family to yours, uh, get well soon, and uh, we'll, we'll see you on the other side of this when all things are going well. When we come back after the news, we're going to have a conversation with our friends at Sealed, and learn more about how this company can help you be more comfortable in your home and help you save money on your energy bills. All that coming up right after this report of WGN Radio News. You've heard over the past few weeks me talk and read about this contest that's going on right now with a new sponsor called Sealed. That's S-E-A-L-E-D. And uh, the contest is at Sealed dot com slash heroes and this company is all about trying to save you money on your energy bills and i wanted to learn more and i wanted to have a conversation with someone that could really sort of explain it all and uh 
we found that person. His name is Andy Frank. He is the founder and president of Sealed, and he joins us this morning on the House Smarts Radio line. Andy, good morning. Welcome to House Smarts Radio. Good morning, Lou. Thanks so much for uh, for having me. Um, uh, as uh, as as I think you know, I, I grew up in the uh, in the western suburbs of uh, Chicago land, and so couldn't be uh, more excited that uh, Sealed is expanding to my hometown. We love it. Now, do you want to say hello to some old friends, or you have any uh, you know old uh, girlfriends, boyfriends you want to talk to? I mean, you go. This now is your time. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think if I start doing that, I'll, I'll get in. Uh, I'll get. In, I'll get in trouble with who I who I, who I leave out. Right. You never. Of, you uh, never want to make a list. Love. Right. Lo- exactly. Lots of love for for, for Chicago land. Yeah. Um, okay. Now, Sealed is is a company that you uh, founded, and it is new to the Chicagoland area, but it is not new to uh, what it is you're trying to do. Can you explain a little bit about who you folks are? Uh, sure. So Sealed is your full-service partner to live in a more comfortable home while cutting your energy waste. Um, so what we do is we um, design, manage, and cover the upfront costs for home weatherization and uh, HVAC projects, uh, making it easy and affordable for someone to be more comfortable in their home while using less energy. Um, and the best part is, is we're uniquely accountable for the impact. So if we finance your project and you don't cut your energy waste, Seal doesn't get paid a dime. We're only paid based on the performance of the of the project in reducing the amount of energy that you use. Okay, now I'm going to stop you because I'm going to have you really explain that again because I think that you know <laughs> I, well I mean, and the, because the thing on the surface it's like wait a minute that yeah. it sounds way too good to be true and yeah, and I know that I, yeah. I have had you know um, some different conversations with members of your team and one of the kind of the underlying thread that I heard you know in all these conversations that I had before you came, you know, to WGN and, and to House Marts is that you're really focused on trying to reduce the amount of energy that homeowners use to heat and cool their home. So that was like this, you know, almost altruistic, but it was like this, this theme, right? You're going to pay for everything up front and then people are going to save money. And so how is it that you get paid? Sure. So the first thing before I get into that, that I think it's really important to talk about is the great thing about the types of improvements that were that were helping our customers get installed and and, and help pay for. Um, they they certainly save energy and they save a lot of energy. They mm. save up to fifty percent um, of your of, of your energy use. But even more importantly, they make you uh, inside your home more comfortable, healthier safer, they increase your, your property value, they're just better, right? So things like weatherization, um, insulation, and air sealing. So a lot of people don't know this, but the average, uh, the average home, um, and certainly the average uh, Chicagoland home, if you add up all the little holes in your, in your house, mm. especially in your attic and parts of your basement, it's like keeping a window open all year long. Wow. So we're just wasting energy, right? Every, almost every home that you can see is just wasting energy. Um, in addition, uh, most people's um, uh, air conditioners and uh, furnaces and, and heating systems 
are not nearly as efficient as they could be. Um, so we uh, like to, uh, again, uh, cover the upfront costs and install um, high-performance uh, heat pumps, which despite what, what, what they sound like, uh, both heat and cool your home yeah. uh, three times more efficiently than traditional, uh, traditional heating and cooling. And most importantly, they make your home more comfortable because they're sending even heating and cooling, um, and they're really quiet. Um, so you don't have kind of you don't have to change the uh, the, the volume every time your right. AC or your or your furnace kicks on. So that's that's first off is we really focus uh, first and foremost on making sure that people are more comfortable in their home. And what's great is to to your point before is we're also by doing that um, uh, uh, reducing energy use by a ton. And so how Sealed's business works is we're essentially taking those, the value of that, of that energy reduction, right, where your energy bills are going down, as you, as you, as you said. Right. We're taking the, the performance of your work, and that's how we're able to, um, to pay back that work, right? So there's no such thing as a, as a free lunch, as we know, right? right? But we're basically taking a lot of the money that you're currently sending to your utility companies, and instead we're reinvesting that in your house. So, I mean, to, to break it all down based on how I just understood it, and just for the listener, you'll come in, you'll do uh, these improvements, you know, you'll, you'll analyze mm-hmm. a home. Not every home qualifies for this, but if a home does qualify, you'll do all this upfront cost. And just for the sake of example, if I'm spending, um, I don't know, say $400 a month uh, on my energy bills, right, to heat and cool my home, is that a reasonable number, you know, probably? Um, and, yeah, I mean, it varies, but that's, that's a reasonable number. Sure. Yeah. So 400 bucks, And then you guys come in, you do all this work, and um, now it's only costing me, I don't know, maybe $250 a month in my utility bills. I'm still going to – so that difference between – so now I'm sending the utility company $250. i am sending you the remainder, but I got all these improvements in my home, and I'm so much more comfortable. I'm not sitting in the corner sweating my rear end off as I'm watching a football game or something like that. Exactly, exactly. And, you know, everyone, everyone's home is different, right? right. So depending on – the, the scope of work, right? That that math might look a little bit a little bit different. Sure. And some and and some people, you know, just to be just to be clear, uh, some some of our customers um, will actually pay a little bit more than they did before, but they're only paying us based on how much energy they reduce. So they know that they're only paying if the project's actually working. Right? Got it. Because at the end of the day, it's just better to live in a more comfortable home. Uh-huh. Right. It's it's more valuable. You're gonna get you're gonna get your money back one way or another. Right. It's just better to live in a home that doesn't have uh, that that you know isn't a sauna in the summer and a, and an igloo in the winter. Um, I'll give you an example of of my house. Um, we, we actually I'm not only uh, I'm not just the uh, the president. I'm also a, a customer of, of Sealed. And um, my my wife and I moved into a beautiful house um, about a year and a half ago. Um, but to say the least, it was it was not Sealed. It was just freezing in the winter right. and boiling hot in the, in the summer. We just, we just couldn't stand it. Um, we, we, uh, we have a one-year-old now. He was, uh, he was on the way when we first moved in, and we also knew that we just needed to have a home that was, that was comfortable, was healthy, and was safe, um, was safe for, for him as well as obviously for us. Um, and so we installed um, 
lots of weatherization, uh, insulation, and air sealing, plugging those little air leaks that I was mentioning before. Right, right. Um, and we also replaced our our heating system, our boiler, as well as our we had a, these big you know kind of window window ACs. We ripped those out and we put in um, a ductless heat pump system. And as I'm standing talking to you right now, I'm I'm as comfortable as can be. It's like it's like night and day. Right. Um, and uh, and we're also much healthier in our home. We're not burning things in our home, which is also a nice a nice value add as well. I mean, I I, I have mentioned this for uh, quite some time. I mean, that heat pump technology, you know, and, and you had mentioned a little bit about you know, it sounds funny to say. But if I was building a new house right now or putting on a room addition, that's exactly how I would heat and cool it because the technology yep. is so advanced and it's so quiet and it is so, you know, each individual room, right? You can, or, or you know, depending on the areas with these cartridges, basically, that yep. go mounted on a wall and, you know, hey, you want it to be 70 degrees in this room? Then it's 70 degrees. You're not heating and cooling areas where you're not at, which... And you're not blowing all this exactly. dust around. I mean, there's a whole myriad of things. Now, uh, have you found you've, you've done? I know you've done thousands of homes out east already with this process. Mm-hmm. Um, age of the house does it matter? Age of the house definitely matters. You know, um, most of the homes in this country, and in particularly in uh, in the older parts of the country, right, the Northeast, and, and definitely the Chicagoland area, um, you know, were built uh, without really thinking about um, energy or energy efficiency in right. mind. Um, so a lot of homes, and, and, and beyond that, you know, things degrade over time, right? The insulation you put in 30 years ago, right, especially the the quality of it back then, right, it's just not going to it's just not going to do a lot today, right? Home shift, cracks, you know, cracks come up. Um, and so um, the older your home, the more likely you are to have a, have a, have a home that is, um, you know, that, that is leaky, that's basically letting, as we like to say, uh, <laughs> letting, the outside air, uh, uh, letting the outside air in, whereas what you really want to do is make sure you, you seal up your house, you weatherize your house. So you keep the uh, the outside out and you keep the inside air in. Um, so, for example, right with with bungalows in in, in Chicago, for example, right. Right. Um, the the good news is there's an attic that's covering almost all of it, so it's pretty easy to do. Right. Once you actually do the work, but in the meantime, if you haven't had that work done, you're probably schwitzing right now. Right. Right. You're probably right. Really, really hot, especially on a day like day like today, and in the winter, it's the opposite. Right. You're freezing, or there's parts of your home that are that are much colder than others, um, and it's really important to get the work done well. So for example, right with a bungalow or with other brick construction, um, if you just put in insulation, it can cause a lot of wear and tear on the brick, um, which is going to cause problems for you later. So you need to make sure that you seal those air leaks that I was mentioning before mm-hmm. um, so that you make sure you have a tight barrier and you don't kind of, um, you know, put, put, uh, put your foundation uh, or your, or your, or your uh, you know, or, or the surface of your home at risk. So right. getting this work done is really important for probably for every home, but in particular, the older your home, the more likely you have these problems. Now, one of the things that I know th- that I think is unique to, to what you folks are doing is that there's a whole online portal to find out if your home would qualify to do this, right? You do it all online where you assess initially if, in fact, you would qualify for this, correct? That's correct. Um, we try to kind of bl- uh, blend the best of, of both worlds. So you can get all the information. You can, you can see if you qualify and you can get all the information you need about your home and what kind of project might be right for you. So we'll actually build your project um, based on the information you give us 
um, some photos um, that you send us, your your energy, uh, your energy history, um, and then you know third-party sites like Google Maps and Zillow will actually build you a project without a, without ever having to come to your home. Wow! Um, once you see that project and say, hey, you know what, this sounds this sounds great. You know, I'd like to, I'd like to move forward. Um, then what we do is we, we connect you with the best, um, local, local contractors. Um, so, you know, we really, really value all of the amazing work that, um, you know, that, 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 uh, uh, folks in the, you know, weatherization and HVAC space on the ground are doing. Cause you know, they know these homes better than, better than we ever can. Right. So then a local contractor, uh, will come to your home, right. And they'll, they'll, uh, they'll inspect your home, make sure that, uh, we didn't miss anything. Um, and then they'll come back and, and install your project. We take care of all the paperwork. We pay the contractor. We make, and we also make sure that the work was done well, right? Um, but basically, you get to get the best of all worlds. You get an easy process um, while, while helping to grow local jobs with, with all the local contractors that you probably know and love already. And that is at your website, sealed.com, correct? That's correct. Okay. Yep. Now, one other thing that we've been talking about now for the past uh, couple of weeks is this um, contest, which I think is awesome. You know, you're new to the Chicagoland area, but you're you're you, you personally are from this area, which is really nice. And uh, you wanted to kind of uh, give back to uh, some of our frontline workers during this pandemic. You want to talk about that? Yeah, absolutely. So, so as you mentioned, I and I, as I alluded to before, I, I grew up in the, in the Chicagoland area. I grew up in uh, in Oak Park and in, uh, in, in Glen Ellen, and uh, you know, it's really. Um you know, special to me that we're that we're able to uh, to expand now to to Chicagoland, um, and so you know, as part of that, we really want to to give back, um, and we thought a great way to do that would be to uh, give away a uh, thirty thousand uh, dollar total home comfort uh, makeover uh, to an essential worker. Um, so if you go to uh, sealed.com/hero. Uh, S-E-A-L-E-D slash H-E-R-O. Uh, you can nominate yourself or someone else you know that is an essential worker uh, that owns a home. Um, and we're going to uh, choose one um, one home uh, uh, owned by an essential worker um, that we're going to do a, a total makeover and make them much more comfortable because, you know, as we know, uh, essential workers have really been the, the backbone of, mm. uh, of getting, getting, uh, getting all of us through the last couple of years. Um, and we want to make sure that we can uh, do, do a small, our small part in recognizing them and helping them. Uh, helping them be more comfortable in the home. I love that, Andy. You know, I, I, have, a, I have a business partner who, uh, you know, his motto is, you know, you learn, you earn, and then you return. And so I think it's always important mm-hmm. for us to to do whatever we can to help people out. And, you know, of course, you want to launch your business and, and you want it to be successful, and hopefully we're going to help you do that. But the fact that you're kind of giving back, and especially to the people that work so hard over these past few years uh, to keep us all safe and up and running is is awesome. Uh, it's a really interesting concept. I I think that it's worth more investigation by the listeners because I think you'll be amazed when I, I look at all the stuff that I've seen of what you've been able to do and how you've been able to make people more comfortable it's worth going to sealed.com and find out if your home could benefit from this. And the savings and the comfort level in your home could be quite amazing. Andy Frank is the founder and president of Sealed, brand new to Chicagoland, but they've been around uh, for a few years now and have done a ton of work out east. And 
Now he's coming to his hometown to spread the love. All right, one more time, websites for for both, both uh, anybody that wants to analyze their house and also uh, get involved with the uh, contest. Uh, Sealed.com. Uh, that's for anyone that's interested in learning more about uh, what we can do to help make your home more more comfortable and efficient um, and, and, and stop energy waste. And then sealed.com slash hero. Uh, if you or someone you know uh, is an essential worker and could use a home comfort makeover. Uh, as someone who uh, spent a lot of uh, time in the Chicagoland area <laughs> living through <laughs> Chicago summers and Chicago winters, uh, I, I know that the area could... Uh, could use some comfort all around, so we're hoping to uh, we're hoping to, to spread the good word on that. Front. That's great, Andy. It's really nice to meet you on the radio, and I wish you and your whole team over at Sealed uh, a lot of success. Thanks so much for taking the time this morning. Thanks for you as well. Thanks for having me on. You're listening to House Marts Radio with me, Lou Manfredini. Our phone number is eight five seven five five seven four Lou eight five seven five five seven four five six eight. We'll take a quick break and be back. Right after this. I love them all, too. That's very nice. Happy I love birthday. one the most. You do. I know. Well, you married him. And oh, yeah. uh, it's a good thing that you love him because you're married. It's, <laughs> that is true. It's good. Here, here, for you kids getting married, tip. let me uh, tell you, give you a little pro tip. It's good to be in love with the person you're marrying. <laughs> pro tip. Take that to the bank. Take that to the yes. bank, right? And uh, as I, uh, I mentioned to you that we, I don't know if I mentioned this, that I was at a wedding recently and uh, the... Um, the uh, friends of ours and the, the the lovable thing. Did I tell you that the lovable one? Did I mention that on the air? Um, did I mention that, Andy? I can't remember. I don't think so. so. Andy, so remember, I think I did, right? So, right, I did. I did say this, right? You want Gretchen uh, to to love you for the rest of your life, Don? Then be lovable. Oh, right. Yes, he did. Right, Andy. Oh, you oh yeah, yeah. Be that, lovable. Yeah. Remember that, yep, yep, right? right? That's good. Pro tip: be lovable on both sides of the equation. Be nice to each other. Um, oh, this is good. I posted this uh, the other day. Um, I got to find it. Where did I put? Hold on. Don't go anywhere, people. Hold on. I'm reaching for something. So um, I'm going to read this to you. And if you go to my Facebook page, you can see this too. But uh, the other day, I woke up, and you know, we've been through. Uh, it's been a tough few. It's it's been tough for a lot of us. And um, years ago, I was in Mexico with some friends of mine, and uh, we were renting a house, and we were having a great time, and we're in the kitchen, we're making dinner, and stuck up on the refrigerator is this, no, why are you shaking your head? Why are you shaking your head? You know this, right? You know this. It's good. Um, And it's by a futurist, it was written back in the 60s. I've read this before, but I think it's a good thing to remember too, and you can see this uh, on my Facebook page if you go there as well. This guy uh, writes this. Evidently, a lot of people have said that there's also this thing called an optimist creed that's out there. And I think these words are really important for all of us to remember. Promise yourself to be so strong that nothing can disturb your peace of mind. Look at the sunny side of everything and make your optimism come true. Think only of the best, work only for the best, and expect only the best. Forget the mistakes of the past and press on to the greater achievements of the future. Give yourself so much time to improvement of yourself that you have no time to criticize others. Live in the faith that the whole world is on your side so long as you are true to the best that is in you. And those are really good words. It's from a a guy that wrote this in the 60s, 
Christian D. Larson. I have it stuck up on the wall, and I look at it sometimes when I need a little boost to say, hey, we just got to focus on doing the right thing and being the right thing. And if we all did that, boy, it'd be a much better place, right? So be lovable and be true to who you are, and uh, we'll all benefit from it. 857-557-4 Lou. Hey, the winner of the gift card, the BBQ Authority gift card, is Jill in Woodstock. Congratulations to Jill. Uh, let's go back to the phone lines real quick at 857-557-4 Lou. Uh, this is Kathy, who's in Hoffman Estates. Hi, Kathy. You're on House Smarts Radio. Kathy? Yes. Good morning. You're on House Smarts Radio. Oh, that was quick. I was listening to what you were saying on the radio about be best and improve yourself. Good. Um, two questions. Um, I heard that there is a toilet flapper that saves money on water. Is that true? Well, there's a dual flush toilet flapper that you can install that will save you up to 15,000 gallons of water a year. Okay. And what you do... dual... So, in other words, what it is, it mounts on your overflow. So, you take your flapper off, and this thing slides over the top of it. And it connects to the thing, and then with the handle, you replace the handle as well. And you lift it one way to go if it's just liquids, and the other way to go if it's just solids. Or oh, not. like I see at the stores sometimes. Just like yeah. that. And so the idea is that, you know, we tend to only fill the toilet with liquids more often than we do the flip side. Good morning, everybody. Uh-huh. And um, so... so <laughs> You use less water because you don't need as much water to flush that. Lou, is 15,000 gallons a lot of water? It is a lot of water. So it would decrease my water bill. How many people live in your house? Two, but uh, going all the time. Well, that's probably a little bit too much information, but thank you for sharing. Um, Yes, yes, so it will, if you're right, so it absolutely. Would install, and uh, Danco now owns this company. It's a dual flush. There's a couple uh, makers. Fluid Master makes one. You can find it at the hardware store. Say, hey, I want a dual flush retro kit for my toilet, and they're mm. they're actually relatively easy to install. You don't have to plug anything oh, in. You just got to pop it in there, and, you know, if you put if you put one in each toilet, it'll save you even more money. Oh, cool. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Did you have a second question? And, and Yeah, one more question. Uh, you know, with rising costs of energy and all that at home, I have to uh, re-put uh, in weather stripping to my front door, and I see foam, I see uh, white stuff. I don't know what's the best. You mean a permanent weather stripping that you would mount to, like, the jam of the door? Correct, Okay. Yeah. There is an aluminum track system with a rubber gasket called cinch c-i-n-c-h okay they make it in white and they make it in brown and you use a pair of tin snips to cut it to length and it's made for a door so you get a short piece that goes across the door you put that one in first Mm -hmm. and then you measure the length of it with the door closed and locked 
you mm-hmm. run this up against the door itself so it seals it and you can kind of it's pliable a little bit and then you screw it into the jam works really well okay and you can find that cool. at the big box stores or at the hardware store cinch right cinch c i n c h they even make a version that has double sided tape which is very good mm-hmm. and that kind of stuff is really good to do this time of year because the adhesive sticks because it's warmer as opposed to doing it when everybody feels the draft oh. and it's 20 degrees outside. Got it, got it. All right. Well, thank you again, Lou. You're always there for me. Good luck with all that flushing. Appreciate you calling. How Smarts Radio with me, Lou Manfredini, 857-5574-LOU. We'll take a quick break and be right back. No, no, no. Dorothy. This is Dorothy in Downers Grove. Hi, Dorothy. Oh, hi, Lou. Thanks for taking my call. That was my mistake. I have a question question and a suggestion. Um, I want to paint a scene on the outside of my shower doors, and I was wondering if you could suggest a paint that would work in that situation. You want to paint on the outside of your shower door? Yes. (sighs) So it'd be a glass paint, but... Something that I could remove. Uh, I'm in um, an apartment, so I would have to remove it, you know, when I leave here. Mm-hmm. But um, I was just wondering if there's like a washable paint for glass. No, I mean you can use. Let me ask you this: your glass door. Does the glass have a texture to it, or is it smooth? No, it's smooth. Okay, so it's smooth, clear glass. Right. Okay, so this is what I would do. An acrylic latex paint in the colors of your choices. Paint it. And then when you leave, use a razor scraper and just scrape it away. Oh, so you mean like wall paint would go on the glass? Mm, that I kind mean, of thing? well, you probably want something brighter. So if you were going to do, how, how many colors are you? Like, what are you imagining? Are you making a rainbow? Or what are you doing? No, I'm making kelp and fish and seashells. And are you going? So to- when I stand when I stand in the shower, it will be like I'm standing under the sea. <laughs> I love it. Uh, so you'll be, I do you'll, too, but you'll I gotta be, find out how to do you'll it. You'll be like, you'll be like Sebastian from, uh, The Little Mermaid. Right. Um, right. wait, right. so are you going to, I gonna, can't wait. But... I know. So wait, when you're under the sea, are you going to have the kelp, like you're going to make an individual kelp or are you going to paint the whole glass door? Or are you just going to make like, here's a fish, here's a this? No, no. I wanted to make the, the sea or the uh, kelp, um, maybe, you know, almost to the top of the door. No, 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 I understand that. But my question is, are you going to paint the entire glass, like, blue first and then do the kelp? Or is it going to be... No, I wasn't, no, I wasn't going to do that. I was going to leave the glass clear and just paint the kelp and the fish. Perfect. uh, So I could still see through the glass but I would be looking through the kelp when I'm in the shower or when I'm in the bathroom, I'd be looking into the shower through the kelp. Got it. You've really given this a lot of thought. 
I want you to oh, use. I can't wait to. I want you to use I, but, e- enamel. Oh. I want you to use acrylic enamel paint. Like you can buy this at Michaels, you know, because you don't need a lot of it, and it comes in little squeeze tubes. And then you'll get the okay. nice bright colors, and you'll you'll clean the glass really well. Make sure it's clean. Put this on. When you move, take a razor scraper, scrape it right off. Oh, good. That was the part I was concerned about. Yeah. Uh, well, thank you for that. I can't wait to get started. Well, I want to um, see. I want. I want to see a picture of you in your clothing in the shower, looking through the kelp. <laughs> Okay. Okay, I'll do that. Um, I'll send it to everybody I know, too, because I think it's a unique idea. It's a winner. I, I don't know how I came up. Oh, I, my son is an artist in California, and he did an outdoor shower. He did it on ceramic tile. That's where I got the idea was yeah. from him, so I have to give him credit. Love it. Um, the other thing was I wanted to, to suggest I called. You talked about uh, a handyman service from Ace. I called your store. They said they don't do that. They gave me a number to call. I called that number. They asked where I lived. I live in Downers Grove now. Um, so went through, you know, a few questions. And then I said, well, it's an apartment. And they said, we don't do apartments. We only do single family dwellings. Mm. So I wanted to suggest that when you advertise uh, the handyman service, uh, to also state that it's for single dwellings only. Right. Well, just so, so I'm do, still, wait. Well, I'm wait, still hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Just to be clear, they do not advertise on this show. I was just offering it as a suggestion. So they are Ace does not Ace Hardware does not advertise on my show, nor do they advertise their uh, handyman service. And I do always preface that they this is a new service, and so they're ju- you know they're. They're limited in their service, what they're doing. So while they may not do that yeah. now, it's growing, but I, I have nothing to do with that part of their business. And so, you know, oh, that okay. is that is just something that I'm offering it a suggestion to say, hey, give this a try and see what happens. As far as trying to find okay. a handyman service, you know, there are, um, you know, there are the National Association of the Remodeling Industry nari.org n-a-r-i.org might be a place where you can find a handyman service in your area but again i i don't know that they do or don't work in apartments and they may only do single family homes it's just a question of you know right now we're under a real struggle with uh people power in a lot of these industries and so a lot of companies have cut back as to what they offer just because they don't have the uh you know the, the the number of employees that they want and so a lot of us have to be a little bit more patient as far as um you know trying to get these services because it, it's just a it's a little more challenging than it's been in the past just because of where we're at i appreciate the phone call and i look forward to seeing you under the sea it's nine thirty in the morning are we going to do our just text me segment after are we going to do that after oh yeah yeah right it's sponsored of course it is um so we're going to do this nine thirty in the morning time now for wgn radio news i need a hero it doesn't work i was gonna i was waiting for it uh, to come it's giving me come the on. it's giving me the doesn't work signal okay. anyway i need a hero okay. okay you got some text messages yep how do you get rid of cicada killer wasps uh so that's funny i've seen those too they're big and they're that? ugly. They're 
I've never even heard or seen one. I'm They're big and ugly. And uh, if they're in the ground, that's the one I think they're talking about. You need foaming wasp spray and you need to do it at night because that's when they're in there and stick the thing in there, wait a few seconds and then run. And you need to do it two days in a row to really eliminate them. They're ugly. They're long. They got a really long body and they're not attractive. Do they bite? Well, they're wasps. Yes. Don't. That's why you got to do it at night. You don't want to oh get God, stung. My daughter didn't just. I hope my daughter didn't just hear that. Because oh. we're not going to be outside the rest <laughs> oh, no. of the summer. All right. Ah. Uh, all right. How do you smooth out rough and sharp edges on a vinyl porch rail made by squirrel teeth? Mmm. Um. Well, I mean. If it's a vinyl porch rail, the vinyl should go all the way through. The problem is if you sand it, you'll get rid of it'll be smooth, but you'll lose the gloss that is in the vinyl. So it's kind of the it's you I would use a sanding sponge and just kind of smooth it out as, as best you can, but just know that you will lose the gloss on the vinyl when you do it, but at least it won't be, you know, scratchy if you're grabbing it with your hands. So I would just use a, a fine, medium grit to a fine grit sanding sponge to uh, smooth it all out. How about one more? All right. And yep. Uh, Lou, my garage door sticks to the pavement if I don't open it often. Any solutions for this? Sticks to the pavement. Okay. Let's wash the bottom rubber i bet what's happening is that rubber weather stripping on the bottom has just disintegrated and it's come apart you can replace that macklinburg duncan makes um makes a uh, a product that you can take out that weather stripping it slides out it's tracks there's two tracks on it you buy it in a roll typically 16 feet long you fold it and you slide it into the track. Clean the track when you pull it out with a wire brush and then slide this back in, cut it with a pair of scissors. And with the new weather stripping, I bet it doesn't stick to the pavement. And it's not an, an, ex, it's not an expensive thing to fix. That's our Just Text Me segment this morning. 857-5574-LOU is our phone number. Let's go back to the phone lines. This is uh, Ed, who's in Beach Park. Ed, good morning. Good morning, Lou. How you doing? I'm doing well. Awesome. So listen, I've got some interior benches. They're actually church pews that I want to put outside around my fire pit. They're gorgeous, but I want to protect them from the elements. They're interior wood. What do I do? Um, are they so they're in good shape? Oh yeah. Okay. So I want you to lightly sand. The finish that's there, my guess is that it was an oil base finish, you know, that they're old church pews. I don't want, all I want you to do is lightly sand it to open up the finish a little bit. Not, you don't have to, uh, you don't have to, you know, go crazy with it. But then I want you to use an exterior grade oil based polyurethane spar varnish. I'm writing this down. Hang on. Yep. Spar varnish. Here right. Go. You're going to buy the spar varnish, like a quart of it. Well, how many benches? Uh, it's going to be four eight-foot-long benches. A gallon of spar varnish. And you're going to get a container. You know, you can buy the little paint containers. 
and you're mm-hmm. gonna you're gonna thin the first coat that you put on. Um, so I, I want you to get a, a little quart of mineral spirits and maybe put a quart of get a container big enough to do this a quart of spar varnish in there clear spar then take about mm, a pint of mineral spirits in that and mix it so that first layer is thin and you're going to apply this to the bench that's going to help it absorb into the wood and grab on hopefully under the finish you just opened up a little bit Okay. You're going to knock that down with a little steel wool once it dries, and then two more coats of spar varnish. So un- undiluted, the, co- the second coats are undiluted. Correct. Now here's the other thing. Where that bench is going to sit on the ground, I want you to, sc- I want you to cut some 2 by, like 2 by 6 or even 2 by 4 made out of treated lumber, or redwood, or a piece of synthetic, and I want you to screw that to the bottom of those pews, so that's what makes the ground contact. Nice. Because that wood touching the ground will just sit there and constantly absorb it, so you're going to make like little skis, because eight footers, you you probably got a middle leg, right? Uh, They're actually, they're two legs, that are pushed in about two feet from each end. Got it. Okay, so put so cut some two, one by like two by six would make the thing and and screw that to the bottom with some you know deck screws, coated screws or something like that, so that um, that's what makes the ground contact. And if you do the spar varnish, but keep this in mind, are you going to pull these in in the winter? I'm hoping not to. They're big. They're big. To store. They take up a lot of storage space. The winter will be terrible on it, so you're gonna at the very least need to cover it with a tarp. I was gonna say, what about tarping? Yeah, yeah. My, my best option. I would definitely I tarp it. Buying a whole new shed for them. Right. Right. Sounds so awesome. Send Spar me. Spar varnish is the name brand. Spar varnish is an exterior UV clear varnish. It'll be by Verithane or Minwax, but it's a type. It's not the brand. It's Minwax makes it, and you'll say, it'll say spar okay. varnish with the UV block. Okay. Beautiful. Send me a picture of that project when you're done. I'd like to see that. I'd like to see that and the lady in her shower with the kelp. With her clothes on. 857-5574-LOU is our phone number. We'll take a quick break and be right back. Good morning. Good morning. How can I help you? I remember hearing that if you put solar panels in, that there's a... Something like a thirty-five to forty thousand dollar cost on the front end of it, but then there's supposed to be government rebates. But I'm wondering, is it with having like a hundred and twenty dollar a month electric bill? Is five years kind of a baseline for seeing a payback on everything, so that you know you're you're actually reaping benefits from it? You know the solar. This whole solar panel. Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Industry is a little, um, they're not up front with everything. And it all sounds really great when you hear it on the radio or see it on TV. And then when you kind of look at what it is they're doing, you know, that in the end, this is what they're doing. You know, in, in, in my investigation, they just want your roof. Okay. 
because they want to they want to provide the grid with energy that they get paid for and you get a little piece of it it's this weird thing and ultimately we should all do solar panels because we have this renewable energy that's out there every single day and i mean you know there there's pieces of this there's a uh, there there are gaps in the system like in other words we should be storing the electricity that the sun creates in a battery pack in our home and then using that well that all also adds to the cost and everything as well so the 5 year payback is kind of the their goal but it all depends on your energy use and it also depends on the investment to put it in there. That $30,000 that you're talking about seems to be about the right number. And so, you know, for five years you get to say, oh, but look, I got these solar panels. Right now all I'm doing is spending money. But, boy, come five years from now, I'm really going to be in a great place. And then the question becomes, Mike, what happens if you sell in five years? Yeah, exactly. Right. So On the verge of retirement. Right. So the thing is, is that the solar industry, in my opinion, I have not been able to find concrete, like, this makes a lot of sense for people. Like, even if it was a 10-year payback, right? But it was super upfront. I want everybody to be super transparent about what's happening here so that you know and you can make a decision based on your financial situation. And, you know, the government paybacks... While that was really big a number of years ago, it's it's varied now. You know, it's not like, look, we just spent the last three years giving out a lot of federal money, right? So there's not that much money left to give. And, um, and so don't ba- make the decision based on solar panels, based on your tax incentive. Because remember, it's not like they're cutting you a check. They're just eliminating what you're going to pay. And you, right. you've got to put a pencil to paper and really sort of analyze the whole thing to make sure it makes sense for you. I'm also understanding this is another option, and that is that those companies that make the solar panels will install it, but then they turn around and charge you per month, which that doesn't sound very advantageous either. Correct. Right. Right. It's a long-term, it's a long-term yeah. deal, and what they're doing... What they're doing ultimately is they do these long-term leases, basically, on the whole thing. And then they turn around and they sell those leases like a mortgage tranche. Make sense? I got a thousand roofs with uh, I got a thousand roofs with solar panels on. They're paying me, you know, five hundred dollars a month. I'm just making the number up. Who wants to manage that loan and get all that income? And then you still have to. Well, in that case, if you lease it, they may come and do the panels, but they're not forever, right? They need maintenance and they need replacement. They do go bad. So you really, our our electrical system's a mess. Our grid is a mess. It needs to be improved. Solar is part of that answer. It just needs to get better. The other thing I thought about, too, was that if you have any problems with your roof, that needs to be like reshaped or something. Those all have to be removed and put back in. That's another. That's another part of it too. And there are there are now solar shingles that are uh, available. There's several manufacturers that actually make shingles. So when you redo your roof, um, you know you can do you can use the shingles as well 
as your solar panel, and then if you had to, any kind of issue, you could pop up a few of those yeah. shingles, make a repair if needed, yeah. or you know, some tree limb hit the roof or something like that. But that costs even more. So I mean, you know, it's it's all a cost thing. I want to see us get to more solar, more wind, more alternative uh, sources of of uh, you know energy for our homes. It's ripe for that. Uh, but right now the costs are prohibitive, in my opinion. And a lot of these companies are not being as f- upfront with the information as possible. So you really just need to spend some time and, and figure it out to make sure that it makes the most sense for you. I've tried to get different solar companies to come on. And when I talk to them and then I ask them the questions, then all of a sudden they say, nah, no, we don't want to talk about it. <laughs> well, if you don't want to talk about it, you don't want to be honest, then you're just, a, you know, you're a shyster. And I know, you know, I'm not willing to give the shysters. I'm not saying they all are, but you really have to be careful. This is a, it's an area where you really have to understand the whole process to make sure it's uh, up for you and make sure they're being as upfront as possible when it comes to this. All right. 857-557-4LU. We need to take a quick break and we'll be right back.